0: Welcome to today's program. My name is Rick Renner, and today, Denise is going to keep pumping the Word of God into us about how we can be an unstoppable force. When I read her brand-new book called Unstoppable, I said, Denise, I want you to teach this to our TV family because it's so powerful, and you need to order this book in the series that goes with it. But right now, let's join Denise as she continues to teach us how to be unstoppable.
1: Friend, I'm so excited to be back with you today, and I am so grateful to my husband that he would give me this honor to speak to you. And I'm talking to you about being unstoppable, not letting offense or the fear of man or the or the negative opinions or of others stop us in our race. How many of us have ever been stopped? by somebody else's opinion, maybe by your own opinion, your own negative opinion stopped you in your race. Well, that's what I'm talking to you about. And I want to offer you my book. It's called Unstoppable. And the subtitle says, Pressing Through Fear, Offense, and Negative Opinions to Fulfill God's purpose for your life. God has a purpose. God has a call. God has a plan for your life. And for us to fulfill that plan, I know for certain we're going to have to have an attitude of being unstoppable because there are plenty of obstacles, roadblocks that come up in this life that want to stop us. And if you would like to be a partner with our ministry, oh, I'm excited to ask you to be a partner because we want you to connect with us. And when you do, we will send you free my book called Gift of Forgiveness. That's helped a lot of people forgive almost unforgivable people and Rick's Life in the Combat Zone. What an amazing book to help us in this time. And that's for you. If you become a partner, we would love for you to become a partner with our ministry. And if you are a partner with our ministry, thank you so much. You are doing amazing things. I was just talking to someone yesterday, and they were saying how that through the giving of this ministry, their marriage was saved. Uh, their, their child was healed. It's because of the Word of God. That's what they're hearing That's what they're receiving through this ministry. And your giving and your love and your prayers are what's fueling this. We're so grateful to you. Well, I want to talk to you today about an amazing woman. I think she's amazing. And that is the Shunammite woman in 2 Kings chapter 4. Now, what happened with her is that in that time, uh, Elisha would come by her city and so she would do all that she could to be next to this man of God. She was so hungry for God. And because the Holy Spirit wasn't there, the only presence of God that people experienced in that time was if there was a a person who was considered a prophet or a mighty man of God. And if they could get close to the mighty man of God, then they could get close to God. That's the way that it was at that time. Well, so she ends up feeding him and she's so happy to do that. But then she tells her husband, she says, let's build a room so that if he comes this, this way again, we can ask him to come and stay with us. So they built a room for the, for Elisha. And, um, Elisha says to Gehazi, he says, what can we do for this kind woman? She's She's serving us. She's doing so much for us. And and uh, so they offered her and she said, I'm just a simple person. I live among simple people. You don't have to do anything for me. Well, then Gehazi says to Elisha, her, her husband is old and they don't have any children. And Elisha said to her, this time next year, you will be holding a little child in your arms. And as the prophet said, that's what happened to this Shunammite woman. She had a miraculous pregnancy, a miraculous birth, and she brought forth a little boy. Well, you can imagine the joy that her husband and she had about this little son. Well, the Bible says the little boy grew up and one day this little boy was out with the reapers working with his father. And the little boy grabbed his head and he said, my head, my head. And the little boy was taken very sick. The father said, take the little boy to his mother. They brought the little boy to the Shunammite woman and they laid him him in her lap. And the Bible says that he laid there until noon. And at noon, he died in her arms. Now, that's hard to imagine. I hope that's never happened to you. But maybe something else died in your arms. Maybe it was your marriage. Maybe it was, maybe it was a dream maybe it was something that you believe God was telling you to do but you just it things happened and it seemed like it was dying right in your arms but one thing about faith is and this woman had it she wasn't planning for a funeral when that dead son was lying in her arms she wasn't planning for a funeral she was planning for a resurrection that is powerful, my friend, that we can look at things. We can look at life. We can look at situations that seem to say, stop right there. You're not going any further. And we can say, No, I'm not planning for a funeral. I'm not planning for a death. I'm planning for the power of God to come into my situation. And you're gonna to learn today as we study about this Shunammite woman. She absolutely had an unstoppable attitude. And sometimes friend, you and I have to be as determined as this woman was to just say, nope, I'm not giving up. Nope, this is not the end. No, this is not a death. There's going to be a resurrection here. So what happened was she told her husband to, you know, to get the donkey ready, get everything ready. And she was going to go see the man of God. She doesn't even tell her husband that their son died. All she did was she put the body of her dead son on the bed, the prophet's bed in his room and closed the door. How much faith does it take with those kind of emotions that you can imagine a mother would have to say, I'm closing the door and I'm going to go get the answer. Sometimes friend, we have to close the door to our emotions and say, no emotions. You won't control me at this time. I'm going to move past you and I'm going to believe my God and I'm going to seek my God for a resurrection and not a funeral. So she gets on her, her uh, carriage and they run quickly to get to the prophet. And it says that when she got there, let's read verse 25 of second Kings chapter four. And so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant Gehazi, Look, the Shunammite woman, 26, please, please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, it is well. What an amazing statement. You know, and I know that if your dream just died or your child just died or your expectation just fell right through, It's very difficult to say. Someone says, how are you? How are you doing? It's very difficult to say. It is well. This woman said, it is well, four times. She said, it is well with me. It is well with my husband. It is well with my child. It is well. What kind of determination And faith did it take for her just to say it as well. Verse 27, now when she came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by his feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me and has not told me. So she said, did I ask a son of my Lord? Did I not say, do not deceive me? Verse 29. Then he said to Gehazi, get yourself ready and take my staff in your hand and be on your way. If you meet anyone, do not greet him. And if anyone greets you, do not answer him but lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, as the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. So he rose and followed her. Friend, I want to tell you, this woman's so determined. She is not taking a staff as an answer. The staff would have been a lower level of what she was seeking. And when she grabbed a hold of of, uh, Elijah's feet, and she said, as the Lord lives, I'll read it again. As the Lord lives and as your soul lives, I will not leave you. She was saying, prophet, I'm not leaving here without you coming with me. She was not going to settle for a staff. You know, there are many times that someone might offer you a lower level answer, but that's not what you're seeking. You're not seeking for just some answer. You're seeking for the power of God. You're seeking for that resurrection power of God to manifest itself in your situation. This Shunammite woman, she wasn't going to settle for this staff. She told that prophet, I'm not leaving here without you. And the prophet said, now Gehazi, he went ahead and laid the staff on the face of the child, but there was neither voice nor hearing. Therefore, he went back to meet him and told him, saying, The child has not awakened. When Elijah came into the house, there was the child lying on the, on the bed dead. You can't take the lower answer. If you're expecting a resurrection... If you're expecting, let's say maybe your marriage has fallen apart. Maybe even people are saying, you just need to give up. And something in your heart says, no, I'm not giving up. I believe, I believe that God has answers for me. And I'm not letting go until I get those answers from him. I told you before in one of these programs that God delivered me from all that fear and and he delivered me, my hands being cold all the time and my feet painfully cold and, and all the fear that was in my heart and he delivered me. Well, there was one point in that story that I didn't tell you. There was a point where of course I had sleepless nights. I didn't know what was going on in my life. I didn't understand. I didn't want to take a staff. I didn't want to take medicine. I didn't want a doctor to put a diagnosis on me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doctors. Doctors are wonderful. But for me, that was not my answer. And I said, God, I'm going to hear from you. Well, one night of course, I don't know what's going on. Of course, I'm filled with fear. But one night I woke up in the middle of the night and I remember taking a hold of the sink and I took a hold of that sink and I said, God, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I'm going through this. But God, I am not letting Go of you. And it was just a few weeks later that my answer came, that the deliverance came. You may have to come to that place where you say, God, I I don't know. I don't know why this has happened. I don't know why I'm suffering. I don't know. I don't know the answers. But God, one thing for sure, you're my answer. And I'm not letting go of my desire and my commitment to seek you until I get that answer. That was the attitude of that Shunammite woman. And of course, you probably know what happens. But Elijah went in. He went in, therefore shut the door behind him, the two of them, the little boy and himself, and he prayed to the Lord. Verse 34, and he went up and lay on the child and put his mouth on his mouth and his eyes on his eyes and his hands on his hands. And he stretched himself out on the child and the flesh of the child became warm. He returned and walked back and forth in the house and again went up and stretched himself out on him. Then the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes and he called Gehazi and said, call the Shunammite woman. So he called her and when she came to him, he said, pick up your son. So she went in and she fell at his feet and bowed to the ground. Then she picked up her son and went out. Is there anything sweeter than deciding to be unstoppable and to push through a fence? Forgive that person push through the fear of man, push through the negative opinions of others, refuse to let go of God, and then you get your miracle. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to this Shunammite woman. You know, the last time she held her son in her arms, he was dead, She put her dead son on the bed of the prophet and closed the door. The next time she saw her son, the prophet presented him to her in her arms, alive. What is that, friend? What is that power? That's the resurrection power of Jesus Christ on the inside of you. Why can't we not give up? Why are you still pushing through? Why are you still believing? You are still believing and you are still pushing through. Because you have the very person of the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and the resurrection power of Jesus living on the inside of you. I I, I have to read to you Romans chapter 8 verse 11. But the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. The presence of God is coming on somebody right now. It's that resurrection power. You're agreeing with that resurrection power that I'm speaking about and that's on the inside of you and God is touching your body in some way, something that wasn't able to move. God is touching you right now. I know it. If he's touching you, start moving, moving your legs, moving your, m- moving your fingers, moving your neck. It's the power of God. It's the resurrection power of God. Oh, friend, he is alive. He is real. He He's as real as he was yesterday, as he was 2,000 years ago. His power is as real and operative right now as it was 2,000 years ago. That resurrection power is on the inside of you. As we agree with that power and we agree with our God and what he says about us, we open the door and bring access to that power. Please let me know if God's doing something special in your life. Let us know how we can pray for you. We are here to pray for you. I want you to have my book, Unstoppable. I'm so thankful that I could open the word of God to you today. And that we could talk about this amazing woman that though in her lap was presented a dead son. And then a few days later, she did not give up and she received her dead son back to life. That same resurrection power is inside of you and is inside of me. I'm so grateful for the new birth because when Jesus came into us, he came in with everything that he has. He hasn't left you without one thing that you need right now. Thank you so much for being with me today. I want you to stay with me and I want you to have my book, Unstoppable, but stay with me and I'm going to pray with you.
2: Are you tired of getting stopped by the negative voices and opinions that seem to paralyze you along the way? Fear, offense, and negative opinions can have a stifling effect on your life. It's time for you to push them out of the way and become unstoppable. In Denise Renner's new five-part series, Unstoppable, she opens up and shares how she overcame profound negativity in her own mind so she could do what God wanted her to do with her life. As only Denise can do, she talks about the lies the devil spoke to her mind and emotions and what she had to do to uproot, silence, and become absolutely free from those lies. In this empowering series, Denise reveals how to identify the mental lies that are trying to emotionally control you, how to shut your ears to voices of negativity that have dominated you too long, how to embrace freedom and really begin to step forward to be the free person Jesus Christ wants you to be. This five-part series is available in digital or physical format starting at just $10. We're also offering you Denise's 208-page book, Unstoppable. Rick says, Denise bears her heart and soul on paper and shows every reader how to walk out of an emotional prison into complete freedom to become unstoppable in life. This powerful life-changing book is available for $20. Don't delay ordering Denise's five-part series, Unstoppable, and her book, Unstoppable. These two resources have the power to alter the course of your life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
0: is Rick Runner and my friends right now, we're in the very middle of our ministry expansion project. It's three phases. Phase one was building the new studio in Moscow. You helped us do that. Thank you. Phase two was finishing the interior of the studio. You helped us do that. Thank you. Now we're in phase three, which is retiring the debt on the ministry headquarters in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Our ministry has never had debt. The reason we've been able to do what we've done is because we've never had to service debt. When we built our building in Riga, we did it cash. When we built the building in Moscow, it is amazing that we were able to do it with cash. And now we want to retire the debt on the Tulsa headquarters building so we can liberate all that money to really take the teaching of the Bible around the world. You know, it's never about buildings, it's about having an anchor where the Word of God can go forth. And in that Tulsa facility, we're taking calls from people who are literally calling us from all over the world and from that facility. We're producing TV programs, social media, we're fulfilling orders for books and giving away thousands and thousands of different resources to people who are reaching out to us because they believe that we provide teaching they can trust and it's very important that we retire that debt as quick as possible because it will liberate funds for the preaching of the word to the ends of the earth and that is what we're called to do and today I want to ask you to please continue to be a part of our giving team so we can retire the debt on the Tulsa building and then we'll be finished with the ministry expansion project thank you for your prayers and thank you for becoming a part of of the Giving Team.
1: Was that encouraging? I'm so encouraging. It's encouraging to me for those words to come out of my mouth. You know, Philemon chapter one, verse six says, we're to knowledge every good thing in us by Christ Jesus. Well, what is one of those very good things? That is the resurrection power of God in you. That unstoppable power that's inside of you, it's still working in you, friend. It's keeping you going and it's keeping you saying, I can't quit. I cannot give up. I am going to receive from my God. Oh, I want you to have my book, Unstoppable. It comes in different forms. Here's a study guide. You can study it yourself, by yourself, or have a Bible study with somebody else, or a audio or video, anything that we get more and more committed to being committed to our God and recognizing the unstoppable power in us by Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for this time with my friend. And Lord, I thank you for the power of God that's inside of them right now. And we agree with this power that we have inside of us, that we are unstoppable and that we're going to move forward through these difficult times and difficult situations. And that your spirit is there with us to comfort and teach us all the way through to the other side. Father, we give you all the praise for all your faithfulness and love and care and mercy to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for being with me, and I'll see you next time.